Hey Corinne, today is another very special episode as the second part of our local business spotlight series. This week, I sit down with the owner and founder of Tags Cafe, Terry Graber, to talk about her small business journey. I had an amazing time recording this episode and I can't wait for you to listen. Hi, I'm Terry Graber from Tags Cafe and I've lived in Corinne Township since I was about 14 and it's an awesome place to live. I love everything about it. For people who have never been there, could you describe tags to me or maybe your your favorite dish? Well, that would be hard to do, but um, tags is kind of like the cheers of, I don't know that I would say Corrine Township, but at least of Peach Grove, which Mm -hmm. is our little bitty baby area in the middle of Corrine Township. So we're kind of between Northgate, Harrison, White Oak, Green Township, you know, we we border all of those. So mm. we're not really, we're, we're a destination, not a drive-by. You yeah. kind of have to know where we are. And I, it's, you know, it's only like two miles from here, but it's kind of out of the way. So, yeah. but there's a lot of neighborhoods around there. There are churches and, you know, Corrine Elementary is like a mile and a half away. So we're really close to everybody. Mm-hmm. A lot of people drive by, but haven't stopped yet so maybe this will change that yeah that's what I'm hoping I'm excited to check you guys out what was your journey like leading up to starting Tags Cafe well about 20 years ago my best friend was had a daughter that was getting married Mm -hmm. and she asked if I would do the cooking for the reception if she purchased all the food and of course I said yes and then she invited 600 people Oh wow! So that's a that's a steep order. It was it was a it was a big job, and so I thought you know maybe I should get some experience before I jump into that. So mm-hmm. I kind of put out the word to my friends, and I started catering. So I catered for a while, and um, I did lunches for twelve people. You know, I had mm-hmm. a friend that worked at AT and T, and so I uh, downtown, and so I um, catered a lot of lunches for them, and. Um, the bug sort of bit that you know if i'm going to do this maybe i should like open it to everyone so there was a little gas station just you know close to my home and the owners actually approached me to see if i would be interested in taking over their kitchen Mm -hmm. and of course it was an awesome idea so i started looking into licensing and purchasing you know equipment and about the time that I was ready to sign the contract, they got robbed. And their 16-year-old daughter was at the register. Mm-hmm. So they freaked, and they sold the business. So I was kind of in limbo whether to continue or not. But I, I was into it. I, you know, I, I was ready to go. So I went ahead and signed a lease with someone else. And it was not a lot of traffic at all Mm -hmm. I mean there were days that I would do twenty dollars I mean and that was a good day yeah and so it just wasn't a good situation meanwhile over um it's actually in Green Township across from White Oak Shopping Center um a friend of mine had opened a little shop and she decided after she had put all this time and effort into it that she didn't want to do it anymore Mm -hmm. and so I'm itching to do it. She doesn't want to do it. And so I ended up taking over her lease for a short while. And it was only six months that I was there, but I built 
in, in six short months, I made so many friends in the community. And there, I've even got a customer to this day. Her name is Sue Ann. <laughs> she used to come in, and this is 20 years ago. She would come in, we were open from 11 to 7, and she would come in at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it would just be the two of us, and I would make her lunch, and I would sit down, and we would chit-chat. And, um, and it was just, it was awesome, but... The, the parking lot was small. There was no hood. Mm-hmm. I was cooking on a hot plate. Oh, wow. I, my refrigerator was a little camp refri- camper refrigerator. It, it was like playing restaurant, which was a ton of fun. But um, so I, I didn't continue with the lease. And so I took some time off. And um, I think that's when Panera first came out. And Panera was everything that I wanted to be, you know. Yeah. But uh I really wasn't prepared for that. So during that time, I worked at Outback Steakhouse for about four years. I was an admin in the back, so I was doing payroll and ordering food and handling customer complaints and scheduling and, you know, all the things that you do when you own a restaurant. Yeah, got all that backroom experience. Yeah, but I didn't want to own a restaurant. There's too many dishes. It's too hard. Mm -hmm. And um, so I guess I... After I worked there, I worked at a, um, another little company called Best Nest, mm-hmm. and I was a merchandiser where I wrote product descriptions. And I did that for about a year, and it was a, it was a great time, and it, you know, it was actually taught me how to write menu descriptions, you yeah. know. So all this time, I'm learning how to really do a restaurant without actually yeah. knowing that that's You're what I was those, doing. You're building the skill set in that toolbox. Almost. But I didn't know that at the time, yeah. Um, so one day, uh, my house is only about a quarter of a mile from the restaurant mm-hmm. and it was brand new. It was a brand new building and we were driving by and they had started, you know, digging for the foundation. And my husband said, there you go. New place for Tags Cafe. And I said, absolutely not. Way too hard. Not going to do it. And I fought it for a while mm-hmm. and... I finally said, okay, fine. If God wants me to do this, he's going to have to hit me over the head. <laughs> so things started happening, and, and I kind of thought, I know how hard it's going to be. And my husband was, you know, working at the time. And so I said, if he sends me a partner, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a friend who had owned a coffee shop, and um, Jeff had my husband Jeff said hey let's run up to Home Depot I need to get something so I went with him and I'm pushing the cart and I came around the corner and my cart literally crashed in to her cart like and I hadn't seen her in years and our carts crashed into each other and it's like oh my gosh how are you doing Mm -hmm. and she's like great and she said although I got some bad news today where my shop is the landlord just ended my lease and I have nowhere to go and I just, you and know, like, oh, sign. wow, there's that, that I didn't, I didn't really mean to ask for a sign, but I sort of got it. Mm-hmm. And so we started talking back and forth about whether it was something we could, you know, really do. And um, I was working at Best Nest at the time. And I finally, you know, after a, a few weeks, I thought, okay, we're going to do this. This is it. And so I went in, I told my boss, I said, 
I think I have to quit because I'm going to open a cafe. And he said, okay, well, today's your last day. So I walked out and I called my friend and I said, I've got something to tell you. And she said, well, I've got something to tell you. And I said, okay, what? And she said, I can't do it. And I said, I just quit my job. So I guess I'm doing it without you. So I did, and, and it all turned out fine. And now we're here. And here we are. It's kind of crazy how the universe like works in these, these it weird, was dynamic ways. So many, so many things happened. I mean, mm-hmm. I could talk for two hours about just the little things that, you know, I, I mean, I, I asked God, not, I don't, I don't want to say give me a sign, but just, I said, make it crystal clear. Mm-hmm. If this is what I'm supposed to do, then make it crystal clear. Yeah. And now I can't I can't imagine being anywhere else, doing anything else, having the people that I have, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and little things remind me of that every day. If I'm having a bad day and somebody comes back and, you know, or the phone will ring and it'll be a customer that says, That was the best whatever I ever ate in my life. Mm-hmm. It's like that's why I'm here. That's yeah. exactly why I'm here. And even during all of this COVID stuff, our customers have been phenomenal mm-hmm. on the way that they've supported us and um, just showed up. Yeah. You know? There's something amazing with food that creates such a community behind it. I, honestly, I swear we could achieve world peace with the right cookie, <laughs> and I have that cookie. It's mm-hmm. it's there, you know? But yeah. you're right. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. We, we have customers that some, like Walt. Walt comes three times on Wednesday. He's there for <laughs> breakfast, he comes for lunch, and then he comes back and gets his meatloaf dinner, you know? Yeah. And, and that's kind of the, the cheers part of it. You know, our a lot of the customers that come in, it's not their first time. Mm-hmm. We don't do any advertising, yeah. per se. Um, my way to, to advertise a restaurant is to have somebody that loves it to bring somebody with them. Mm-hmm. And so most of the time, if I go out, you know, and I'll say hi to somebody, they'll, you know, I'll ask them if it's their first time. And they'll say, well, it's not mine, but it's hers, you know. Yeah. So, like, that's exactly what I want. Bring exactly. somebody. Share the wealth, tell you know. Tell a friend. And tell a friend, yes. Yeah, if you love us, tell a friend. Yep, bring exactly. them here for, exactly. And it, it's those, like, familial relationships. Yes. That, like, you see the same person yep. over and over. Well, and we, you know, sometimes somebody won't come in for a while and it's like okay where are they what's Mm -hmm. going on and you know I mean we've just there's just been so many people I mean I should have been keeping a list all this time or something I wish I would have done was we have a lot of babies that are like four days old for their first trip to tags (laughs) you know and I wish I would have taken a picture of every baby and put it on the wall you know because well gosh I've you know I mean I've catered weddings before and they're, they have like three kids and they're in school and you know and it's like how how did that even happen yeah, you know the time go where that? did the time go I don't know yeah and you're you're becoming this like community landmark of a, a place it's it's times. family you know and that's and that's like my girls too we've been mm-hmm. there it'll be 13 years in February mm-hmm. and I have Mary and Maria have been with me since day one oh, wow. and Kelly has been there almost 10 years and I mean plenty of them have been there three and four years you know Mm -hmm. it's just like we really are like family yeah we fight like family we (laughs) you know it's like we got a couple in the back they fight like sisters you know but 
but they would do absolutely anything for the other exactly one. at the end of the day when push comes to shove yeah i mean even in times like these yep. where they've and we i mean they've they have formed lifelong friendships you know they've mm-hmm. gone away to college they've gotten married they've had kids and yet you know they still come back or you know they still get together with some of the girls on the weekends and you know yeah. we still include them and and the things that we do, you know, exactly. So it's there. I always, I always wanted daughters, and mm-hmm. God gave me two boys, and twenty-two girls. <laughs> so, it works in mysterious yeah, ways. Exactly. That, yeah. What? Where did you get the name tags? It's my initials, Terry oh. and Graber. Okay. Or my husband says, talented and gifted. <laughs> And I say tired and grumpy. So depends on the day. Yeah. You can, the listeners can choose which, which That's mood right. they're in and, and then come and order accordingly. And I've had a couple of customers give me others. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But yes. Did you always love to cook or? Well, my mom always worked. And so starting probably 12 years old, mm-hmm. I was responsible to make dinner every night. Yeah. And back then, you couldn't buy chicken wings or chicken legs or chicken breasts. You had to buy the whole chicken and then cut it up. Yeah, and there was no so, Uber Eats. No, 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 there was no, no. We barely had TV dinners, you know. <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I made dinner every night and and then did all the dishes and, you know, and I was 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember checking out cookbooks, you know. My grandma was an awesome cook. My aunt was an awesome cook. My mom probably would have been an awesome cook if she had ever had the opportunity, but, you know, yeah. uh, she did never have to. So her big thing was on Saturday night, I didn't have to cook that night, and she would get this nasty chow mein in a can. <laughs> oh, it was, it was gross. And I just wouldn't eat dinner that night. Mm-hmm. You know, I just couldn't. But... I made some pretty, for a 12-year-old, I think I did, some pretty I think good. I did pretty good. I had blue biscuits a oh, couple wow. of times, you know, because I was creative, right? That definitely beats my, uh, I had a working mom growing up too, and I, my go-to meal was melted cheese on crackers. So that I works. Think, I think you definitely surpassed that, <laughs> me. <laughs> that works. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so I, you know, I did make dinner every night and, and I learned to cook, but they didn't have food network back then. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I, and I think when I was in the ninth grade and I went to the counselor to see what I was going to be when I grew up, you know, my mom was a secretary. My grandma was a secretary. Um, nobody is a nurse in our family. That's no, not going there. Um, but, and I think we had a couple of teachers, but it didn't dawn on me that I could go to cooking school, mm-hmm. you know? And when my counselor said, what do you like to do? I said, I like to type. Awesome, we'll sign you up for business. So, you know, I, I was a secretary at P&G for 12 years and mm-hmm. um, the worst secretary to ever walk through the building. Um, but it prepared me, you know, for... Yeah. A lot. The business end of things. I, I need. I needed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Sometimes it's figuring out what you don't want to do. That is very you. true. I'm still not sure what I want to be when I grow up. So. Mm-hmm. I'm only in my 60s, so I still have. I got at least one more thing in me, right? Yeah, you're only on a few more journeys left. Yeah. And yeah. Few more businesses. Never say to never. Start. Never say never. Exactly. No, I mean, this this baby is enough. I think I'll just <laughs> stick with this one for a while. Yeah, um, yeah. How has COVID-19 really affected you guys? Oh, well, I'll tell you. We signed up for online um, ordering 
I don't know, maybe a couple years ago. Yeah. And, you know, we would do maybe $100 a day, you know, mm-hmm. on online ordering. It was really just a convenience for a lot of people, and it was okay. And then, uh, and we've always done some to go, but I think our restaurant seats about 37, mm-hmm. which is not a lot. It's, it's very small. And, um, and then we have some outdoor tables. And then when COVID hit, you know, and nobody could come in, we had to kick up the the to go and the yeah. and the online ordering and so then all of a sudden it was like five and six hundred dollars a day and so we were scrambling mm-hmm. and and rather than closing we actually extended our hours oh, really? by a little bit mm-hmm. just because well people didn't have anywhere to go so many places were closing and you know mm-hmm. um a lot of people didn't have the option of you know, like you could, I think Outback and, you know, a few of those other places did offer to go and delivery, but yeah. they weren't really good at it. And we kind of knew what we were doing. So we just amped that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so I, I thank God every day, literally, that we, you know, had signed up for that and we knew mm-hmm. what we were doing on that. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we talked about maybe limiting the menu and it's like, no, we're not. No, this is what we have. We're just mm-hmm. going to keep doing what we've always done. And people need that and, sense of yep, familiarity. Yes. And and that's the thing. You you know what your favorite thing is. Yeah. And, and that's how my menu kind of started. It was small. And like for breakfast, our menu for breakfast was muffins and bagels. That was it. And um, we had customers come in the very first Saturday, and it was Lou and Diane. Mm-hmm. And Lou walked in, and he started taking his coat off, and he said, so you got, like, a real breakfast, like eggs and <laughs> stuff? And, and my little server said, well, we have muffins and bagels. And so he started putting his coat on. So, you know, I walked up to him, and I said, or I can make you an omelet. And he said, okay, make me an omelet. So I made him an omelet. And so then I started buying other things. And so now our breakfast menu is two pages long. Oh, wow. All thanks to Lou. <laughs> and I remind him of that every Saturday because he still comes in every Saturday. So, yeah. but you, you have to do what the customer wants. You know, the, I don't like avocados, but mm-hmm. one of my customers said, you really need to have avocados. And yeah. so I buy avocados and some of the sandwiches that go out with avocado on it looks absolutely amazing, but not, you know, not for, you, not but... for me, no. And we have, um, we make hummus mm-hmm. and it's really Ooh. good. I don't like hummus, but I hear that it's really good hummus, mm. so. Yeah, but that's the best type of menu that you can look down and you'd be like, oh, well, this is, this is Lou's meal yes. that he orders, and yep. now, it's, now it's in print. We had, um, we had two guys that used to come in when we first opened. They literally came every morning. It was Rocky and Larry, mm-hmm. and they both got sausage and three eggs and wheat toast every single morning and so when we put it on the menu we called it the rocky and larry yeah and so it just you know and uh rocky moved to a different part of town and larry actually passed away and the last thing that larry ate was one of our apple turnovers that's what he wanted so i know i know we i i could tell you story after story about different customers i love these there's something really special of that everyone who walks in like has that story and then like leaves that imprint where they sit and then you just build this like crazy network of memories through the years i'm sure oh we have yeah there are a lot of stories i probably 
shouldn't tell you. <laughs> but, you know, and of course we, we have customers that we name just because it's like, hey, remember the, the people that always get the butter? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the butter people? Yeah, okay. Well, it's not them. It's the other people. So we have the butter people and the not the butter people, you know. <laughs> but we all know who we're talking it's about not. then. You know, it's like, well, he doesn't want this on his sandwich, you know. Mm-hmm. So And then you just, it is like a family. Like when you get mm-hmm. those like relationships between the, the waiters and the customers yes. and all the dynamics going it is. on and a hectic time, it's awesome. I'm sure, at times. It is, for sure, and... yep. <laughs> yeah, I think COVID just, I mean, that was like one of the hardest parts for me was just taking away that, that contact. We still, I mean, Jeff and I used, I mean, we've eat out a lot mm-hmm. uh, we're foodies and I mean I can eat my own food all the time so I would much rather go out and have somebody else's yeah. and besides I cook all day so I don't want to cook on it I actually don't mind cooking mm-hmm. dinner I just don't want to do the dishes so yeah. um if if I can get Jeff to do the dishes I'll be happy to cook but See, I'm the exact opposite mm-hmm. I don't want to really? cook but I will I will happily sit and wash yeah. dishes yeah with someone else. that's funny but uh we have not really if we do go out we just get it and take it home mm-hmm. but we haven't really gone to many restaurants yeah. and I don't know it's it's not by choice it's just sort of happened that way mm-hmm. I don't know but I think that's, that's I mean right now there's not that many dining rooms that are no open, there's not and to. ours is only half open so okay. we're doing every other table and you know they're six feet apart and and it's weird because you know our Saturdays used to be like it would start we open at seven but it would mm-hmm. start about 10 till seven our, our regulars come yeah. in get their table <laughs> and uh and it would be you know by by seven thirty eight o'clock it was full there's people in line the phone's ringing off the hook mm-hmm. there's to go going out and now i mean it's it seems to be picking up a little bit but there for a while it was like a ghost town mm-hmm. and and i don't like it you know yeah. i mean i want the hustle and the bustle and the yeah all the craziness going mm-hmm. on and you know coffee brewing and stuff flying People, and yeah, yeah. dishes breaking and it's just yeah it's oh yeah we break a lot of dishes yeah but it's it's that tags you fell in love with yeah the, the tags that i mean means and it's just and i mean we're still we're still like doing the same amount of business it's just mm-hmm. going out the door yeah. instead of you know people eating there yeah so i'm looking forward to you know people Things. coming back what makes you passionate about tags what, <sighs> what inspires you you know every day to it's kind of like asking me my favorite part of tags and my least favorite and it's the same answer it's mm. the employees <laughs> <laughs> I love them to death they drive me crazy they really are like my kids mm-hmm. um but that's you know that's part of my passion it's really a package deal I've always been a foodie I mean, I I don't read novels. I read cookbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have I, a favorite cook or? Um, I I really like Ina Gardner, okay. the Barefoot Contessa. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we do her coconut cupcakes a lot. They're mm-hmm. like the best cupcake. And if Ooh. we make those and we put them on Facebook, they're they're gone. <laughs> like they they don't take any time. I should make them every day, but there are so many things we make everything from scratch. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And I do most of the baking, and so, but I, I do two kinds of bread every mm-hmm. morning. So Ooh, we make herb rolls and crescent rolls. Okay, so I, I recently got into bread baking. Oh, so did you really? Okay. Me, do you have any tricks or? <sighs> 
Well, you have to stop by. Okay. okay. Trade secret. Deal. Trade deal, secret. Deal. Um, so we make two kinds of bread every morning, and um, we make three different soups every day. Mm-hmm. We have a chicken pot pie soup that like people are crazy over. We sell it by the quart and we make at least two batches a day mm-hmm. of that. Plus we do a, a tomato dill, um, which is vegetarian, low fat, all, you know, all of that good stuff. And it's, it's very good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like the first few months that we were open, we had a guy, his name was Will, he would come in and uh, every day I'd say, well, what kind of soup do you want today? And one day he said, I want tomato dill. It's like, well, I don't know. Okay, fine, I'll make it. Mm-hmm. So I looked up a recipe and then we tweaked it 20 times. And so yeah. So that's how we ended up with tomato dill. That's that's amazing. That's just, mm-hmm. It's kind of for the customers. A lot, of our, a lot of our recipes are either, you know, requested by the customer or it was an accident. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of accidents, you know. That's how we ended up with our hummus chips. We yeah. have a, it's like a, a panini press, but we call it the rubinator. And um, we, we had a, we grill all, and we'll toast our rolls, butter them, yeah. put them on there. And my mom was there one day and she shut the lid and forgot about it. And when we lifted it up, there were these nice little flat, Ooh. buttery, crispy, little toasty things that we dip in the hummus. And so now we slice our rolls and butter Even them, and there, yeah. and it's it's pretty yum. Yeah, happy accidents. Happy, like plenty of happy accidents. Or you know, like we ended up with a lot of crescent rolls left over, and so we would make French toast for ourselves. Ooh. And um, so one day, you know, we had a we had a lot left over and so we took it out and we gave it to one of the customers and as we're walking by everybody's like okay i i will have one of those and so now we have to bake bread for the french toast yeah it's kind of a it's kind of a big deal i love that Ooh, i'm, I'm getting hungry already i just ate and i'm already that's like, okay it's uh i'm already ready to go we are there to fill that need how would you describe tag's role in the community well we've been there for 13 years almost mm-hmm. And so, and even, I guess, when we first opened, you know, there was really nothing there. Um, Ameristop, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. And it's building up a little bit, but we do, we do, I think we do quite a bit for the community. You know, mm-hmm. every, anybody that needs a donation, we're, we're happy to do that. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll give them a gift card or pack up some sort of a basket. Um during covid we did we partnered with the vineyard church Mm -hmm. they actually approached us and they said we have some money that we want to spend on some some meals you know how and however you want to do that you know we were thinking you know of buying like 500 10 or 50 whatever a bunch of gift cards you know Mm -hmm. and you just hand them out and so it's like well we can do that i said but let me think about it so you know, at the time we were kind of busy, kind of not busy. We, I mean, we had time to spare that we could put some effort into this. So we decided that I said, how about if we do like some meals for people that need them, you Mm -hmm. buy the meals and we'll distribute them somehow. Yeah. And they're like, do it however you Mm -hmm. want to do it. So, um, I called a few teacher friends. We deliver to um, a lot of schools will like the teachers will get lunches on Friday. Yeah. And so I'll deliver those. So I called about five or six teachers and said, you know, do you have some kids that need a meal? And they're mm-hmm. like, well, of course. So I think we ended up, 
think we did about 87 pasta baked meals. And so we coordinated with, you know, I said, you tell me what day you want it and we'll have it ready. So mm-hmm. we had like a little pasta bake and it, I think it served, well, I said it served two, but really four people could <laughs> eat it because I, you know, I'm a little over the top on that. Yeah. I don't want to run out of food. So we would give them a little pasta bake and then some breadsticks or rolls, depending on how we rolled it out and some cookies and the teachers, you know, would stop by, pick them up and then deliver them to their students, mm-hmm. which was good because when the when the schools quit the you know they didn't know that they were leaving for the whole year yeah they thought they were going to be back on monday or maybe two weeks i thought it was an extra week of spring break right this is great right extra week i can sleep in for a few more days yeah and then now we're august yeah and the kid and the kids didn't know that they weren't going to see their teacher anymore and so Mm -hmm. they didn't have that proper goodbye you know and so the teachers you know I forget, I think I had about seven teachers, but, and some brought friends, other teachers, and mm-hmm. came in, and, and they delivered them their students, and they sent me some pictures and some little videos, oh. and it was absolutely precious. Especially for, for kids who those, that might be their only support system. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. This, this is hard for many yes. people, but I really, my heart goes out to those kids who yep. maybe don't have the best home life. Yeah, it's true. Their, their they, they needed that. Yeah. Um, we also worked with the Rotary Club. They approached us and they, they purchased meals for uh, frontline workers. Mm-hmm. And I think we, I forget what day we did it now. I think it was Thursday, but you know, he called and he said, okay, we need like 30 meals and mm-hmm. and they paid us for them, you yeah. know, but we, we made up these meals and we dropped them off at the Y and then the, the frontline workers would, you know, have their kids at the daycare. So they would come pick up their kids and their dinner. Yeah. And so it was supposed to be, I think, you know, like 30 meals for four weeks. Well, then it ended up being like seven weeks, <laughs> about 75 meals, you know, it just kept Good growing. And, and I think that at the end of it, the Rotary Club ended up doing like 10,000 meals. Oh, wow. It was crazy. Yeah. So it was really nice to be involved with that. Yeah. You know? And be part of that. It sounds yep. like not only are you guys this integral part of Coleraine, but you've really built a community around yourself yeah. too, which is yeah. kind of a beautiful thing. What do you see for tags in the future? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> um, honest to goodness, I wish I could add something new to the menu every day, but my girls won't let me. It's kind of like, you know how when you go to your favorite restaurant every once in a while and you've got your taste buds set for something mm-hmm. and they took it off the menu? We have never done that. We just keep adding to it. And so... Because I don't want somebody to come in and say, but where's my favorite thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, we can still make it, I'm sure. But I think one thing, I, you know, we had something called a tags melt. And it was basically just, um, it was like a pizza with pepperoni and sun-dried tomatoes on it. It was mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. It wasn't <laughs> the best thing on the menu. And it's like, you know what, let's just take that off. I'm not kidding. The next six people that walked in <laughs> ordered the tags milk. So it's like, just whatever. So, you know, I'm not going to take anything off. Lesson so. learned. Le- yeah, yeah. But I would love, I would love to, to I would love to revamp the menu. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, but I, I wish I could do more. I wish, mm-hmm. you know, we're only in 1500 square feet. Our kitchen is this big, Our, you know, it's a little yeah. dinky. Our dining room is a little dinky. Everything <laughs> is, is small. And I just, I wish we could do more, but we just, we just can't. 
We're just, I'm not able to do everything that Mm -hmm. I would like to do. You know, Mm -hmm. we're just constantly improving what we have. It's like we have, um, we have an espresso bar. So we do lattes and, you know, fraps and those kind of drinks and, you know, and, um, and I'll be honest, I, you know, I went to Starbucks a couple of weeks ago because it was a Sunday and we Mm -hmm. were closed and, and I got a nice coffee and it's like, this is delicious. And this makes me mad. Why yeah. Why doesn't my coffee taste this good? And we use really good coffee. We use La Terza, which is in Sharonville. You, yes, I don't know if you've heard of them or not. I'm a, I'm a coffee coffee nerd. Okay. I, I'm we call them coffee snobs. Much. We are yeah. all coffee snobs. Um, and so I use La Terza. I also use Deeper Roots. Um, and I get some from a, a company called Cafe Magnum Opus out of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a coffee snob. I like certain yeah, things you know coasters know how to do coffee yes is, for sure yeah and so um we've been experimenting the last couple of weeks on different iced coffees and I'm trying to get the best iced coffee mm-hmm. there is um and that's that's another thing about our restaurant is we get the older crowd we have plenty of seniors mm-hmm. some days you look out there and it's all men some days it's all women there's high school students you know we have a kids menu it's like we we literally cater to everyone there's no one tags customer no it's not it's not geeky people it's not you know it's it's everybody yeah it's literally we have something for everyone Mm -hmm. all are welcome and absolutely come and chow down absolutely yeah all right so we're almost at time wrap some things up people come in First time at Tags, what do you suggest they order? What's a good, or a few things, what's a good sampler? Got to narrow it down, whether mm-hmm. you want breakfast or lunch, because okay. we serve breakfast all day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go lunch. Okay, we have really good getta, though, just saying. Uh, so if you if you like getta and you want lunch, then I would recommend the butcher. Okay. Which is a grilled cheese with marble rye bread and American cheese and getta. And it's delicious. I heard my stomach okay. rumble for that. <laughs> we we actually came up with that at Taste of Cold Rain because mm-hmm. we did grilled cheese one year. Mm-hmm. And so we had like eight different grilled cheeses that we offered. You know, like we had, we don't offer this at the restaurant, but we had um, bananas and peanut butter on mm-hmm. a grilled cheese. And we called it the zookeeper. Yeah. And so one day a guy, you know, came in and it was the mailman. And he ordered a grilled cheese on rye with provolone and and swiss and mm-hmm. so we called it the mailman because that's what he was and so then we added tapenade to it and we call it the bus driver so you know to just to keep it a yeah. little different so so then when we added the get it to it we came up with the butcher you know so it just kind of escalates from there mm-hmm. um but i would totally get the chicken pot pie soup Ooh, okay and 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 really, we have a turkey bacon club that's really good. We use really good turkey, not lunch meat, not mm-hmm. hot dog turkey, I call it. We don't yeah. do that. It's like, it's we carve it. I mean, like, we literally cut it, uh, cut it off the, the thing. Um, we do a mojo, which mm-hmm. is grilled chicken, salami, pepperoni, and um, cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Our salads, we, we cut everything up fresh. Okay. We have really good red skin potato salad. Ooh. It's, I'm trying to think of all the good things that we have. It's just, honestly, if I didn't like it, if I didn't think it was the best, it wouldn't be on the, yeah. it wouldn't be on the menu. We have yeah. a really good Reuben. 
I would stack our Reuben up next to anybody. Um, we also offer it with turkey instead of the corned beef, and it's okay. called a Ramona. Okay. And like I said, our hummus is really good. Mm-hmm. And then we, we bake like maniacs. We always have brownies and chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal cake, which is it's a love-hate thing. You either love it or you don't. But you got to um, come in to try it. You got to come in and try it at least once. We yeah. do have we have a secret keto menu. Um, we do. There's a lot of gluten-free mm-hmm. things. You can get any of our sandwiches. Um, we call it naked, you know, without the bread. Yeah. I do make chaffles. Okay. What's a, so what's a chaffle? So a is a cheese waffle. And it's literally shredded cheese, cream cheese, and an egg. And you make little patties, and you cook them on these <laughs> little bitty baby waffle makers. And it makes us – you can make a sandwich out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's its keto, and it's delicious. That sounds like And you I mean, a BLT on that. And uh, we have a garden at home, and so I bring tomatoes in, Ooh. really good, fresh tomatoes. You can't get fresher than – You cannot. No. Yeah. Um, we make zucchini bread. We have gluten-free peanut butter cookies almost all the time. Ooh. We sell out, but um, we have turnovers most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then any any special dessert I can get going, you know. I mean, it's, there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah, we're kind of so many ovens. You can exactly. Fire Unfortunately, we're not. We close at three o'clock mm-hmm. every day, but Wednesday we're open till eight on Wednesday. But it's kind of. Um, if you work, you know, we're already closed by the time you drive yeah. by. So that's that's the only bad thing. That leads me perfect to my next question. What are your hours in case people want to okay. stop Okay, Monday through Saturday, we open at 7, mm-hmm. and we close at 3, except on Wednesday, we close at 8. Okay. Uh, because we have meatloaf. Ooh. We have a meatloaf dinner, and mm-hmm. it's um, meatloaf, mashed potatoes, green beans, coleslaw, and a homemade roll Ooh. for 10 bucks. I mean, you can't beat that, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. To go, that's care- a lot of food, To too. go or dine in, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's see. And close on Sunday. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming in. You were a joy to have as our first thank you. business spotlight. Hey, Corey, you just heard my interview with Tags Cafe owner, Terry Graber. For more interviews like it, check out our Spotify or Apple podcast page and be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to us while there. As always, I hope you have a wonderful week.